I'm Michelle Long. Time for a daily market wrap for Wednesday, August 16, 2023. Asian markets fell on Wednesday amid China's growth concerns and hawkish Federal Reserve. Markets in Hong Kong and Australia led losers. The PSE index outperformed peers, jumping 1.2% to close back above 6,400. BlackRock Investment Institute's Ben Powell says they are overweight on emerging markets, which have less of an inflation problem and better valuations. We're at peak prudence right now. It really is a very complicated uh, situation. Uh, we have an El Nino event maybe in the background. We have rising oil prices, as you say. Uh, we have slightly uh, slowing growth uh, and we have inflation, which uh, is coming down, but it's still, uh, of course, above the uh, 2 to 4% range. So if you throw that into the blender, it's very complicated and very confusing. So I think it would be totally reasonable for BSP to continue uh, with this prudent pause, amass more data, see where we are. Uh, so we would expect uh, no change this week. But to your question, Michelle, yeah, I do think uh, maybe not this week, but relatively soon, sooner than the Fed, let's say, I think central banks and emerging markets can uh, slightly be ahead of the Fed. Nobody wants to be too brave, but if local conditions are such that it uh, suggests a rate cut is reasonable, uh, then that will be a reasonable thing to do. Maybe not this week, but relatively soon. And yes, they can go ahead of the Fed, uh, we think. Meanwhile, AAA equities' Matthew Cabowan says people are trading technicals. What we saw last week, the, the objectively horrendous GDP print, you know, took us down to, to that bottom of the range. Now, I think concerns were whether that would be enough to push us below that E level, but clearly it wasn't. Um, big names like, like SM Investments Corp, for example, the biggest weighted uh, company in the index, it was up 3% today. So, so clearly, uh, market participants uh, took the chance to buy its supports and uh, from where we are now, probably have a, view, a bullish view. In corporate stories, Megawhite, which swung back to profitability in the first half of the year, is betting on its new real estate business to overtake its construction unit in terms of contribution to the bottom line in two years. Ed Saavedra shares the company is taking a managed revenue strategy. We shifted our strategy by focusing on higher margin, better margin, better efficiency in terms of we, we did like a managed, uh, a, grow, a managed growth strategy. So rather than targeting a high margin revenue with a low margin, uh, the company decided to go for a uh, higher margin, even a little bit uh, more managed revenue. We're coming back and, um, and then our balance sheet has been uh, strong uh, after the monetization of the Cebu Mactan. So and then we're acquired, we already 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 have the real estate business under the megawide, and then the growth of the real estate right now in terms of margin, in terms of pipeline, is really exponential. It's far, it's far higher than the construction, mm -hmm. and it we are confident that we can replace the same bottom line that what we used to have from the airport, even way way higher, way way higher. In other news, Dito CME, Davao-based businessman Dennis Ois Telco Holding Company says it sold 1.6 billion common shares out of its unissued authorized capital stock at 1 peso each for a total consideration of 1.6 billion pesos. That's around a 10% stake. And Globe Telecom achieved its fourth closing of 113 towers sold to Frontier Tower Associates for a total consideration of 1.4 billion. 
To date, Globe has already received around $26.6 billion from Frontier Towers as they gained ownership and management rights to 2,094 towers out of the 3,529 acquired towers. On top of this, Globe also closed another 100 towers for $1.2 billion to MiaScore Infrastructure Development, bringing total amount received from MiaScore to $13.4 billion out of the total 26 billion peso sale and leaseback deal signed last year. In all, Globe has already closed a little more than half of the tower deals, transferring ownership of over 4,000 out of the 7,500 it owns for a total of 51.9 billion pesos. Finally, newly listed Repower Energy Development Corporation more than tripled its first half net income to 95.7 million pesos with revenue growing 65%, mainly due to the full commercial operation of two additional plants. The company says the third and fourth quarters of the year are expected to grow further with the commissioning of the Tibag 5.8-megawatt plant last June and the Lower Labayat presently undergoing testing and commissioning. Year-to-date, Red Sea's generation has increased by 58% to 35.2 gigawatts. And that is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.